Well, hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Average Superstar TV. I'm your host, Lauren Lepery. Please give me that subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, Amazon, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. We drop a new episode every Monday morning. And this week, we are back in the music world. Uh, we've got quite a guest here. So this girl has been on fire with her band vixen 77 for a while now um this girl they currently have a new album coming out on october 14th that will be available on all the streaming outlets uh but i just think it's awesome that she is a local philadelphia band that is all all female female i guess punk band i don't know if we'll, we'll let her explain the all the influences in a moment but with that Caitlin from Vixen77, welcome to Average Superstar TV. Hi, Lauren. Thanks for having me. I'm happy that I was finally able to come on your show. Yes, thank you so much. Uh, it's always fun getting the the band, any sort of, uh, anyone who plays an instrument in any way, it's never easy to get them on. <laughs> you guys are always have like, guys, girls, you always have like the worst schedule. So, but oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, but it's all good. So, uh, Kate, tell us. Um, I mean, the band's been going for a little while now, and what are you currently up to? And then I guess we'll, we'll break back into the whole history of it, but what, what are the girls up to right now? So right now, we're in, like, right in the middle of everything happening with our record release, so we're seeing all the, like, uh, all the stuff that happens after the hard work of doing the record of, you know, get we get to have the fun of putting out the videos and the singles and leading up to our record release on the 14th. Um, so I'm, I'm really enjoying the process of it not being out yet. Cause I know once it's out, I'm going to be, you know, you, you're wanted, you'll be wanted for a lot of interviews, a lot of answers, uh, answer talking to the fans. I mean, there's always, you gotta be on standby for that. But when you say it's going to be on all streaming outlets, where, yeah. where will people be able to find it? YouTube, um, Apple music, Spotify, uh, iTunes, all that stuff. And we have CDs coming out, which will be available on October 21st at our Johnny Brenda show. And they'll be ready by then. We just today told, uh, gave our manager the okay of like, um, you know, like finalizing like the, the art for the record um, or the CD sleeve so that on our show we can, we can sell it. Awesome. How many tracks do we have on it? 12. That's marvelous. 12. 12. Sweet. Well, that's when I will be purchasing uh, th this album because I still I, I'm a CD collector. Uh, I, I will. I always said people like laugh like, well, oh, you know, streaming and or, or records. And I'm like, sooner or later, everyone will go back to CDs and I'll be like, I still have my 2000 CDs I never got rid of. So, <laughs> yeah, we're releasing a CD, but I guess maybe most people will like listen to it on Spotify. But I like having a physical CD. I, I I've always felt one of the reasons I still buy albums. I just kind of feel like. I, we all know, I mean, I'm in film and stuff, but w streaming how, compared to like what you get paid for that per song, per oh, yeah. view, we compare, I feel I've done my part for the band uh, of like, I bought your album, I bought your CD. I, yeah. I, I feel I've done my part. Like that's, that's the best yeah. way to show support. And it really is because you don't make any money from the streaming, but you make money from people buying your um, you know, your merch and like we have a Shopify account so you can have merch made of like Vixen 77 stuff. And that really helps us. It'll help us pay for making new merch and making our record and all that stuff. Cause you know, it's really expensive and all the money basically just goes right back into the project. So 
Yeah, it, it, it's very important for anyone who's just like a, a here and there hit for any sort of show or concert. Yes, this is this is how the artist survives. It's the same thing with like someone like a filmmaker like me, like Blu-ray DVD is like the best way to support compared to like yeah. watching it on one of the streaming outlets. It, it's nice. I feel bad because I watched your movies on the, for free on Tubi. That's fine. But I, <laughs> I feel bad not like paying for it, but I really liked your movies, by the way. Well, thank you so much. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, I have a, I've, I think I have ways of getting my uh, DVDs and Blu-rays in your hands. Well, you know, <laughs> right. well, next time I see you. Awesome, especially since you know where I live. So, but um, so check this out. So basically, let's hit the rewind button uh, because we're already into the band. But when did you know you wanted to be a music? In music, like at like, all, at all, like to say, at like that, or like punk music. This in general, like what? What's you in? I started off as like a band nerd, like a you know, I started playing flute when I was like in second grade, and I just liked music. I thought it was fun to learn how to play an instrument. Me and my friends had a good time, and then we got a little older, and they got into different kinds of music, and I started playing guitar when I was like thirteen, you know. Um, and then I just really, I just really loved playing guitar and I really enjoyed it a lot and had a lot of fun with it. And I did one of those like rock school things, but like an off-brand one, like a, like one that would be shut down today. <laughs> but, you know, like it teaches you how to be in a band. I think those are great for kids because like they really show you how to like, you know, show it was practice. A form, and, like, it was a form of school of rock? Okay. Like not the typical school of rock, like a cheaper one. But Got I was you. able to like, you know, play shows when I was a little kid and, you know, learn how to do it basically. Yeah. And how did you start late, slowly start and get into the punk scene? Well, I really wanted to have my own band when I was like 19. And I, I started a mostly girl punk band then, but that was like a mess. Um, and so I've just, you know, kept trying to reform an all girl band because I've always wanted to have an all girl band. And this is the lineup that finally had it together enough to like actually release a record because it's, it's, it's tough to do that <laughs> no i i totally get you I, I think it's great that you did so i mean so then comes vixen 77 and i just remember you know i didn't know you or any of any of your band members i just kept seeing like constantly you were you were playing out and then i'm like oh it's an all yeah sometimes like it's deceiving they'll think like this is the singer is is, is a girl and then i saw i was like oh it's an all yeah. girl band and i'm like that's great because you know i i I've always loved like L7, everything, psycho, psycho sluts from hell. I've, I've you know, seven year bitch. I loved, I always followed girl bands. And it can be deceiving, like, you know, no, you know, no hate to any band where it's like the girls, the singer, but like that is like the more like common thing you see, whereas having all women playing everything is a bit, you know. That's right. So I thought it, it, all the time. It was great. And you know, I started, yeah, definitely started like, following the shows around. And I got right into it. And I, I, I always wondered, for me, who's made the Pennsylvania hardcore documentary, and I've been around 30, 30 years now doing this, like I've never seen an all-girl hardcore band. I just always, I always saw when that, anytime I see like a full girl band playing this style of music, I'm like, you got, I, I'm support, I'm all in. So, Thank you. Well, watching your documentary was crazy because I was like, oh, I know that person. And then there's like a bunch of people I know. And it was just very cool. Yeah. That aspect of your documentary. Thank you. Yeah. And you know, you, you fit in right with that. I know you don't really play straight up hardcore shows, but I, yeah, you know, but you know you'll see when you listen to our records, there's some like hardcore vibes there. Yeah. You know? We're kind of across the board at this point. I mean, I guess you could call us punk music, but we're more just like harder rock and roll music. 
I think you actually uh, you could fit in anything. Like you could literally any any type of. I just think anything that plays fast, you you are perfectly slated for, and you're you're doing great. And you were on a big. Thank you. You were playing a real lot, and then like everything else two years ago, you obviously had to take time off, take time off because you know we couldn't have gatherings. So, what was that like? Were you were you a little bit like? disappointed were you kind of like i could use a break for a little bit anyway or let me tell you the whole story so basically in what was it when did the whole stuff uh march of 2020 right like right as everything was happening the previous lineup of vixen 77 was in the studio and we uh cut like 10 tracks and we were going to release a record and then the pandemic happened it was perfect timing and two of the members left you know, for personal reasons. And um, at the time it was like really sad, like, oh, we, we just spent, you know, thousands of dollars to like record this. You know, we spent three days, four days in a studio, you know, it was like a big family trip. Um, and we thought it was a waste, but in retrospect, it wasn't because, you know, it was a good time to reform and half of those songs made it onto this record. So it's, it's basically like, uh, you know, kind of worth the wait for us. That's it. I think that's uh you did it perfectly with what you just said. If you said half the songs is like it was half of the previous work or the other the other three members, but yeah, so I have to recognize the two new ones that want to create something as a yeah, whole. Yeah. So it was like an even split. I think that's pretty awesome that you both you, you, you agreed like that. Yeah, and then so like the older members, they they get credit and stuff. So great. So uh, across the boards, like who are the influences for for all you ladies to get this um, band like? Well, we're all we're all really different in terms of our music influences. For me, I, I really love like I started off with like just the blues music is my favorite, and then punk rock music. Just I love the vibe of it, and I always have like ever since I was I started going to punk shows when I was like thirteen. And maybe sometimes the music sucks, but it's like you just like the whole vibe of it of like you know, you yeah. know. Yeah. So I really like more like you know, rock and roll like sped up Chuck Berry riff with like a punk vibe kind of thing. Um, but yeah, my. I don't know, kind of cliche. I'm really into Jack White. All my all my guitar heroes were always men. I never really had too many like female influences, which is part of why I want to set a good example. Um, but as far as my bandmates go, like my bandmate Liz, she's like a total music nerd. She loves like Thin Lizzy. I don't know. She loves everyone. We love dad rock. We really do. Our drummer, she's a huge like classic rock person. Um Jazz, our bassist, she plays in different bands. She plays like reggae music, all different kinds of music. And so we all kind of like, you know, we, we have different musical interests, but we coalesce around, you know, rock and roll, punk music. Yeah, it, it's funny. I never really thought before, before about this before until you said about a minute ago about like all your guitar heroes were guys. And like I could say like I started thinking about female actual, you know, guitar players and i think like i don't one that really popped in my head would have been like joan jett because women definitely have a giant foot in in the um music industry for singing especially but i'm actually thinking about guitar you made me just think about that for a second well, yeah, well that's the thing is like a young kid playing guitar and like you know just to be objective all the people i like and that i was presented with were mostly men and you know i guess now i you know it's nice that i would like little girls in the future to have maybe you know, a girl that they think is a their guitar hero, not just because she's a girl, but because yeah. they like her playing. Yeah. Um, so you know, it's for everyone. Without a doubt. So, ladies, pick up 
get any, any ladies uh, listening to this that are into music, pick up a guitar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, like, I discriminate with my band. Like, my whole goal the whole time was to have an all-woman band because no offense to men, I love men, but even if there's just one man in the band, the dynamic is just different. Mm-hmm. And men, you know, no offense. Men have always been, like, kind of, like, they get really, I don't know, attached to it and kind of, like, their ego. I don't know. My experiences with men in bands have always been a little bit limiting, so I, I just thought that the all-woman thing would maybe allow us to do something different. Yeah, no arguments, right? Yeah, and, well, there's no argument. There's really not, and well, especially with this lineup, because we're all, like, you know, adults. We're all, like, you know, uh-huh. responsible. Yeah, no arguments when we offend each other and, like, hurt each other's feelings. We have to talk. <laughs> it's crazy. It's It's very healthy. So be- between this carries like all you are in the real world too. This isn't yeah. this isn't like what you do for a living. So like, how do you balance out work versus anyone well, as a home life? I mean, maybe as a family. The first thing is, you know, I'm you know child free, committed to that, no interest in that. Don't I don't own a house. Um, I rent. Uh, so I just like have time, I guess. And I'm also I'm a college professor, so I don't like have a nine to five where I have to like show up and like be on the clock. But that said, I'm just like working all the time, but I can still like move around my schedule to like fit whatever I'm doing. Um, so, so I have a really flexible schedule and then other bandmates, like a, a bandmate who's a Reiki master and a yoga teacher, things like that, where it's like more like a flexible kind of work schedule. That's awesome. But not all of us, some of us work in kitchens and, but they make it happen because they care. No, I think, I think that's great. It, it, it's it's a weird balance. Like I was always a guy who, by the time I was thirteen, I, I was working. Like I was I was yeah. uh, I, I was like mopping up a donut uh, an independent donut shop by the time I was thirteen and stuff. And there was that whole thing about I well I'd go to school then I'd go to work for like three or four hours and then you know yeah. my life's mine. But because it was like a positive and negative, it was that whole like. I've been working since I was 13 years old. I've never been employed. It show, I show responsibility and work ethic, but you also have to like, I, I feel I've missed out in certain areas of life where I knew all these bands that I could have probably been like, you're going on tour for a month. Like, can I come with you? I'll pay my own way and help. Where I, I, I never got that experience of being young and just get to go where like yeah. now I'm, I'm a guy, single guy with a mortgage and it's, it's a little harder to shut down and, and do that. So it, yeah. it you girls have a lot of time with that, but I, I don't know. It, I, it, it's, it's, it's weird. Cause it's like, you're winning in one area and losing in another, but. Oh yeah. Cause like the time is, you know, the time is not, the time is finite. It, the time is, we only have 24 hours. Yeah. So, and I mean, even under ideal circumstances, just dropping everything and going on tour. It's like really hard. Yeah. yeah. We hope to tour with, you know, we we're looking for a booking agent right now. So, you know, maybe we'll do a tour. We're hoping. Yeah, and what's the record label putting on putting your uh, album out? Well, our manager, or it's 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 through our manager's label, but it's being distributed through Megaforce, who he works with them. Okay. And um, he's like, so he's worked for Megaforce for like a long time, and he really believes in us. And he's he is the sixth member. We have like a classic, like um, you know, in sync contract kind of thing. He is, you know, he does so much for us. And, uh, you know, he's. Uh, so, yeah. and, and 
But Megaforce is not releasing it per se. Like we're not signed to Megaforce. They're just doing the distribution. Got you. And this is obvious. And this is the infamous like metal Megaforce yeah. that put out Anthrax, and that's where Metallica was before they went with a yeah, Metallica's first label. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I think that's a a great start for you girls. Well, yeah, <laughs> we have a great publicist, Girly Action, out of New York City, and so they've been helping us a lot. And so you know. Hopefully we get some good shows. We have some things in the works. Like, you know, we've already gotten some good shows. We opened for the MC5, and I'm hoping that we can open for some more bigger acts down the line because hopefully we can prove that we can do that well. So we'll see. Yeah. Is there a uh, – was there other band, girl bands out there that you uh, the world should know about? Girl bands. I don't yeah. know. See, I'm like a total weirdo. I like I know I follow I've been following Ellie Witch, but I don't know. Girl bands. As far as bands that have girls in them, maybe like Starcrawler appears to be doing some cool things. Um I don't know, you said L7. They're coming to Philly, but I think they're they're bringing someone for an opener. I wanted to open for that show. Yeah, the last time I saw them was uh with Death Valley Girls opened. Oh, uh, how were they? They were they were amazing. It was funny because it the band's called Death Valley Girls, and there's like two or three girls in there, but there's also two guys. So, uh, like, if you're the guys, like, it's called well, here's the thing take it from me as someone who has literally tried, like, you know, I'm 20, I'll be 29 next month, and I've literally tried since I was 19 years old to try to get an all woman lineup is so tough because, like, just of the amount, I don't know, I don't know about math, I'm not a math person, but of the amount of people that play music, it's hard enough to get people to show up for practice, and then. And if you want to limit it to a certain gender, and then that gender might be less likely to play rock and roll music, then, you know, it's it, it, it it's near to impossible. So our lineup was really hard to get, to be honest, just yeah. to get all women. So I understand why they would have, like, two guys. Totally get Music, too. Without and, a- and there's an abundance of guys that would want to play music with women also. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's a bonus there, that's for sure. But So I... Where, what do you look at as far as your eyes? How's Philadelphia doing? Like, like what would you say, uh, like, as a whole city, as, as far as the music scene? How, how, how do you see it in your eyes these days? Well, this, like, new, like, post-pandemic scene, I don't know. I mean, there's bands that are, like, uh, our friend's band, um, Little Bambinos, just released a record. There's, I don't really know too many local bands that are doing too much right now. It's it's odd because I I worked at the Trocadero for thirteen years and it was always weird, but like awesome that Philadelphia at one point a couple years before before everything hit the fan we were rated the number one city for music and we're not talking about like the most happening bands but just that we had so many venues mm-hmm. that were doing so good and yeah. each night I mean the gender of the music completely changed and there was enough of people yeah. to support it like we, we are a very cultured city of yeah you just don't know like 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 it could be gothic it could be rap it could be hip-hop it could be punk it could be it could be rockabilly like we have everything going like we're, we're a unit here and yeah. it, it, it it's nuts and you've got like band like cat bite that out of philly that's doing really good well, right yeah now. well the previous version of my band we played with them at creep records in like 2019 yeah they're doing so good i'm so proud of them if that was your you only played creep records once right i believe you told me yeah well with this band yeah okay yeah yeah so i was at that show if it was oh, I, yeah. 
Like I, know. I played, but another one I'm as you're talking, I'm thinking uh, Heavy Temple. They're okay. awesome. Yeah. Have you ever heard them? That's another like woman led band. It's like a doom metal band. I can't say I know, but uh, oh, uh Heavy Temple. Oh my god, cool. Okay, well, I'm gonna you. write that down right now and check that out when you're done. <laughs> when like, obviously, I'm super lame, you know, I'm teaching all the time, but I haven't gone out much. But I saw them a few months back at Kyber Kyber Pub, they were so good. Yeah, Kyber, that was a great place that oh, constantly had shows. I mean, you yeah, just I haven't announced anything, but we are we might be playing. We got I can't say it, whatever. <laughs> it's not it's not announced yet but we will be playing there i'm excited to play there in the future yeah i spent many halloween there with uh the satanic rave through bad luck 13 it was a, was a lot of times at the kyber yes <laughs> more before it, tur it turned uh you know when they fixed it up you know <laughs> but yeah. yeah but philly's a, a a great great place especially like where you're where you're coming up playing Johnny Brenda's on October 21st, like where anyone local could come see you, but that's a great venue. I mean, at, and it's like smaller. That's not like, you don't really call it a venue. That's an actual bar, yeah. bar with a stage, but it, I just like that. It's, it's, it's a, it's a beautiful, I just love that it's two floors too, you know? Oh. It, yeah. Is that between the, the lineup change and all that, time we had off the last couple of years that maybe yeah. you, guys, you, you played that you guys have enough like there's just so many songs accumulating well yeah that's the thing is we're so ready to write new songs and to release new songs because basically the record that we are releasing next month is you know we recorded it months in december so it's it's not to say i'm sick of the songs but like you know i've these are this set of songs i've played so many times and i'm ready to have a, a new set that we create uh, how are I guess more of the female fans when you go to your show, like what, 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 is, what do they say to you? I'm just kind of curious. Like, do they just like right on, or I wish I could do that. And depending, uh, I forget where it was in PA, but we, we played like a gay pride event in like a York PA. It was like out there. So it was like very oh, four hours away. Yeah. Hours away, basically the middle of nowhere. And, and it was like, you know, basically all women there and they were like freaking out. Like, uh, they, you know, that was like a really cool experience there, you know, I felt famous. It was crazy because you know, small town fans don't really come as much. And yeah, the women, the reaction from women is incredible, and that's basically why I do it because I want them to be, you know, stoked. Yeah, and you know, maybe I want guys to feel a little bit uncomfortable too. We played Yacht Stock last weekend. Oh, it was so funny because all the bands were—they're amazing, but they were like, you know, more like it was a very conservative event. You know, not to like say I don't like my all everyone, but. uh more like country music kind of like you know more like subdued kind of thing you know cancer benefit and then we played and we got we got a bit of a mixed reaction you know it it, it, it all i guess it all depends where, where you go like i some people look at oh yeah they, they need you know to get blown off stage or hear something different but i just think wherever the part of the country it is like there's, there's a fitting for everything. And yeah. sometimes it's great to get everything together and just see reactions. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe you hit a home run. Maybe it didn't go so well, but you know, I try new things. That's just what I say, you know? Yeah. Like I, I like seeing the reactions from, from the people in the audience. It very much makes the show like, you know, like some, I, I just always find it so interesting to like read the room and see how they're reacting. But yeah, women love us and we love women and that's why we do it because we love each other and we want women to have fun and play rock and roll and have fun. And 
Yeah. It also could have just been an area, I always say, eventually just didn't get modernized yet. Like the way you looked at the 80s and 90s, you remember like in the 70s, you had David Bowie and Alice Cooper and Ozzy and like, oh my God, what are they doing over there? Like, why is he painting his face like that? You know, he's biting a head off a bat. Like it, it was like, holy God, these people are absolutely horrible. Yeah. Now, when you say those three names, that's just mainstream. Like, oh yeah, Alice Cooper pulls out. I love that. And David Bowie, oh, what a great artist. It's yeah. it's just weird how the world freaks out about something. And then you're right. I think about that with like rap music too, with like, you know, think about like, you know, Dr. Dreyer, these like kind of older rap dudes yeah. who at the time were so, you know, so crazy. But now, you know, your your average, like, you know, older guy might be like, Yeah, I, I listen to NWA or whatever, because it's now like a classic kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know. It's the same thing with any u unique look. Like e even tattoos, remember, it's like 30 oh, yeah. years ago, you were like, especially if a girl started getting a sleeve like 30 years ago, like unless you were really like in a, a city city, like you, they were like, oh my God, what, what what's that girl well, doing? You know, I don't I don't have too many tattoos. A lot of my bandmates have like full out sleeves, all that. And we, we still get comments like, ladies, don't, don't draw on your bodies. It's <laughs> <laughs> that, no, that'd be that'd be my mother giving you the speech like that. She's sweet. She's she doesn't get it. You know, she, she grew up in a town that's only got eight thousand oh, yeah. people. When my, well, when my Catholic mother saw this, oh, she cried very hard. Naughty, naughty. Yeah, and she probably look, didn't look at it, understand what a Wiccan is, right? She just saw this, the the thinks it's pentagram, right? It means that I'm a Satanist too. Yeah, I'm also a witch, but I'm you know I'm whatever you want me to be. Um, at any given time, but yeah, she didn't like it. But so yeah, you know, I, and I waited until I was over 25, never got a tattoo until I was over 25, but you know. Well, I think that's a very, I actually think that's a really smart idea. Cause I, I just believe those like 18 to like 23, you really don't know what you're doing. Like, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. You could pay your rent, hopefully, <laughs> and you know, right from wrong, but, today, but you're, you're not, the, you're not the same person that. You know, hopefully you, 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 you changed or else you wasted your life. But I remember I got one tattoo when I was 21 and then a year later I got one more and I didn't go for like my sleeve. I didn't start this till I was 30 where I kind of had down what matters to me in my life and why I'm putting this on my arm instead of, yeah. you know, especially I think in the, the hardcore scene where I see like an 18 year old kid come in and look around and like a week later he comes walking in like, look, Look, I'm like, oh my God, you did your neck first. You did your neck first, dude. Like, uh. yeah, you gotta think. I, I support thinking about big decisions. Like, I I guess it wasn't a phase. I, I always wanted to have a pentagram tattoo, and then, you know, I got it. And I actually lied to you. I did get one in my mouth um, when I was 17 just to see how it felt. But I was at least smart enough to know not to get anything, you know, that I would regret. How is that exactly? Not that I ever planned to have a tattoo done in my mouth. <laughs> you know what? I don't know if you could see. I don't want to fuck on my lipstick. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of yeah. did, but I mean. Is, so is that nobody, nobody wanted to do it um, because they didn't agree with it. It says drugs. It was a joke. I don't do drugs. Uh -huh. um, I was just, you know, I'm, I'm a dick and I was making a joke. And so it, it, I bit it off, essentially. It's still half there. And it just, it didn't really hurt kind of pointless it's not going to heal correctly you bit it off that's because you're a satanist <laughs> yes correct <laughs> oh that's funny that's funny sweet so the the for now are you hoping 
between the the five of you bandmates that you are you trying to hopefully one day do this full time or, or are you just seeing where the road goes and not well we would all be willing to just quit our jobs and do it full time if we could and that's that's the thing is like we're kind of on standby you know if we do get a booking manager or sorry booking agent we would like you know quit our jobs and go on tour if we can um but you know we'll see what happens i'm open to it none of us have kids so we can basically do whatever we want <laughs> Good, good. That's that. That's great. And you, I know you recently. I believe if I saw your post right, I hope I'm not wrong. But you, you, you visited the XPN, um, or they feature you. Is that what it was? Oh yeah, we were featured on WXPN, and then on October third, we're doing an XPN live session. Okay. Like uh, we go in the studio, and then they do a little video of us playing four songs live. I think it's called the Key Sessions. Okay. Like they do it with local acts. Yeah, I think that's definitely one of the main two stations. I put that in WKDU, like like as far as music and the Philadelphia area, they're, they're, they're so important. Probably the coolest thing that happened to us, though, recently at all as a band is we were on Little Steven's Underground Garage. That's the best. To me, uh, that's yeah. awesome. I didn't know you were on that. And honestly, that yeah. is, to me, the most important station, period. Oh, yeah. uh, I just think even all of satellite radio, like it, parts of it are cool. A whole lot of it I could just throw out, but I never knew. And I've been around music a long time. I always think once I know everything, uh, like I, I'm, I know everything I don't, I never knew how much knowledge that guy had. And there are so many bands on that station that I'm like, who is this? And I'm like right there on the computer. Like I, I, I literally discovered, 200 artists from from Little Stevens Underground Garage. And I love that the guy signs a contract with Sirius XM and you actually get to hear him tell a story about the band. And it's not like 30 seconds long. Sometimes he's talking like four or five minutes, but these stories are so captivating. I just think it's uh, that's awesome that you got on that. that that's great. Yeah, that was probably our shining moment. I've got curious that did you get a, you do girls did you get a chance to chat with him or was it just a, a lead to oh, well, it was sorry it was on it's on his it was a a show on his station okay uh, the what's her name now I'm not gonna remember her name Kelly Ogden Jenya Raven the Jenya Robin show on Little Stevens Underground Garage. Yeah, I'm usually the morning like when Kelly Ogden's playing from the the Dolly Rock. She does that. Because you know, full disclosure, I don't have a satellite radio. But, yeah, on the Jenya Rabin show on Underground Garage. And she, like, talked about us. I don't know. It was I, I saw – I heard a little recording of it. Yeah. And, and you've you played with, like, some, some awesome bands. I mean, you played with uh, Cherie a, a couple yeah. of years ago. Yeah. I mean, that's – yeah. Did she get a chance to check you out? Did, did, at all that did you get the – We did. We got a chance to meet her. And then most recently we played with the MC5. And that was great meeting Wayne Kramer and Stevie Salas and some of the other people. Win, win. You got the MC5. If you could play with Iggy Pop, you 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 got to play with the two birth people of punk oh and rock. So I'm just it, it, it's crazy to play with someone like Wayne Kramer and like meet him and like talk to him. It's it's an honor, you know. Yeah, that was at Underground Arts, I believe, right? I was on the road. I think I was when I was doing my cross country, but I, I remember seeing that. I was I was happy for you as though. Yeah, he's doing well. He's like seventy four years old. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. 
and funny, uh, the and we brought up earlier Joan Jett. She just turned sixty-four, and I mean, she's still she's still belting them out like no problem. I would love to open for her one day. That you know, if I could open for you know people I love, that would just make me happy. Well, you keep you, you guys. I'm sorry, you ladies. You just keep 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 doing your thing. I think I think you got it. I think you you know, but I, we try I, to put on a good live show. You know, we have a lot of fun, and it gets a little crazy sometimes. That's about it. You know, our, our record is coming out. Also, we have three music videos out. We have four singles out. Watch our music videos. They're a lot of fun. And with this, the watch them, is it just a Vixie, my ride is it what, Vixen 77 page on YouTube? Yeah, that's it. All right, cool, cool. Well, all right. Well, Kate, well, thank you so much for coming by, uh, gracing you with your presence. And you still to this day will always have my favorite set of hair on earth. Thank you so much. You have great hair too. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. But uh, I thank this audience for taking the time to stop by. We drop a new episode every Monday morning. Please hit that subscribe button on YouTube, Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Also hit that subscribe button on Vixen77 on, on the same, especially YouTube. You can watch all those music videos. And with that, I will say the party's over. Mm -hmm.